and welcome to the Fun Kids Bookworms podcast. My name is Bex, I love books, and hopefully you do as well. On today's show, we'll be chatting to author Kim Hilliard about her brand new book. We have got Dr. Ranj in the house chatting about his new book, and I'll be recommending some other new books as well. Yes, that's right, I just said the words new book a lot of times. Right, let's kick off straight away, shall we? We're going to go over right now to children's picture book author and actual, like, novel author Kim Hilliard all about her new book Gretel the Wonder Mammoth. Hello my name is Kim Hilliard and I'm an author and illustrator which means I write stories and draw the pictures too. I make picture books and my new book is called Gretel the Wonder Mammoth and it's out on World Book Day. Gretel the Wonder Mammoth is a story about overcoming anxiety. At the start of the book, Gretel breaks free from the ice and after such a long sleep, she's very excited to be back. But things are not quite how she remembers them. Everything is louder, faster and more confusing. Plus, she's the only woolly mammoth left on Earth. Gretel the Wonder Mammoth explores how this makes Gretel feel. The book is there to help start a conversation about anxiety, what it feels like and what you can do if you or someone you love experiences it. Inside the book, you'll also find some very funny birds, an excellent drum solo and a fantastic costume change at the end. I hope you enjoy it. Gretel the Wonder Mammoth is published by Ladybird Books and is available to buy online and in bookshops too. So, Kim, what does World Book Day mean to you? World Book Day is a special day. I've loved books and stories since I was small. And now I'm a mum to two little girls. I'm lucky enough to see how much stories mean to them too. Books bring us closer together. Over 100 countries around the globe celebrate World Book Day, which is amazing. Books can take us anywhere, into space, deep under the sea, and into the lives of people and places we might never get to meet otherwise. I hope you find some time to share a book you love with someone today too. Happy World Book Day! Now, of course, yes, it was World Book Day last week. Hopefully you had an amazing day. Perhaps you managed to get a brand new book with your £1 book token. I used to love those so much. Or maybe you dressed up as a character from a book. When I was little, I dressed up as Dennis the Menace. Yes, I know technically he's in a cartoon, but still, I think he counts. And I absolutely rocked the Dennis the Menace costume. Don't you worry about that. Uh, Now, recently, Dan caught up with TV presenter and author Dr. Ranch all about his new book, brain power. Now, this is a toolkit to understand and train your unique brain. So let's give it a listen, shall we? Dr. Ranch, thank you so much for being there. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you doing? Yeah, really good. Uh, I'm up for some mind-bending mind chat. Uh, (laughs) How much do we really know about what the brains are actually capable of? There's so much talk about we only know 5% of what's in the ocean. How much do we know about what's happening inside your brain? Um, well, different people say different things. And when I was writing Brain Power, I had to sort of go back and research how we know what we know and where, you know whether there is still stuff that we don't. Um, and it's true. We know a heck of a lot about the brain. We know quite a bit about how it works, how it's put together, how it does what it does. But there's still so much that we don't know yet. Uh, could I could I quantify it? I'm not sure we can, because I think we're going to be learning stuff all the time. Um, but it is fascinating. It's one of the organs that has 
fascinated humans for centuries, right from sort of ancient Egyptian times when they didn't think that the brain was very important. So they used to think that all your thoughts and your, your, your mind came from your heart. So they used to preserve the heart and suck the brain out through the back of your skull when you died and throw it away. <laughs> so they didn't really think it was that important right through to now when we know brains are immensely important. And actually, even though a lot of our brains and nervous systems look similar and function in similar ways, there are you know, lots of us. What makes us unique is our experiences, um, what we've been through, our memories and also the way our brains work to some extent, because there are people out there whose brains work quite differently. For instance, autistic people or people who have dyslexia or ADHD, their brains work in a slightly different way, but they're still just as amazing as anybody else. And they have strengths and qualities that they can build on and, and make them amazing. Now, I'm quite a creative thinker and some of my best mates are more logical thinkers. I'm good with words. They're good with numbers. Why can some people's brains work in such completely different ways when really they're the same organ. Yeah. So it's all down to how your brain is wired. So they all look the same. They all contain the same sorts of cells and the same sorts of structures. And they generally work in a similar way, but it's your experiences that mold you. And um, to some extent it's your genetics, what you're born with to some extent is how, uh, how you grow up and what you experience and learn when you're growing up. Um, and you're right, some people are naturally, I suppose, geared towards a certain kind of learning or certain kind of thinking. We talk in the book about different kinds of intelligence, as it were. So intelligence isn't just about book work. It isn't just about recalling facts and figures and being good at maths and stuff like that. There's loads of different kinds of intelligence. And that shows us that brains work in different ways and we are good, naturally good at different things. So there are some people who are musically intelligent. So their brains are naturally wired to be better at musical things. There are people who are movement intelligent. So they're dancers and choreographers. There's people uh, who are naturally gifted in terms of dealing with others, interpersonal intelligence. There's all sorts of, there's logistical, mathematical intelligence, the one you're talking about. Um, there's all sorts of different kinds of intelligence. And one person can have more than one, but it's about finding what your type of intelligence is. It's about finding how your brain works and using that to your advantage. I'm James Stewart, and in Saving Planet Earth, I'm going to be joined by some of the world's top scientists to introduce you to some of the weird and wonderful ideas being trialled to try and save our planet. Led, of course, by your questions. Hi, James. I know that climate change is affecting our oceans. Is there anything that's being done to look after it? And one of the solutions involves dolphin poo. <laughs> this is Saving Planet Earth. Available wherever you get your podcasts. What about the, not the negatives of the way we think, but, but when it doesn't feel so good, so maybe you've had a bit of bad news or you've had a bad day or, you know, you've got heartache or something like that, or you're really nervous and anxious and... You feel that all over your body, like you get butterflies in your stomach when you're worried and that's going on from what's happening in your brain. How is everything connected like that, Range? Yeah. Um, so your brain and your body are intertwined in loads. Your nervous system isn't just your brain, it runs throughout your body, it runs down your spinal cord, through your peripheral nerves, out to right down to your fingertips and the tips of your toes. Your brain and your body are intricately linked. And whilst your nervous system 
senses what's going on around you. So it's taking in information from your body. So what you touch, what you smell, what you hear, what you feel. It also, that, that, that sort of, that messaging is reciprocal. It goes in the other direction as well. So sometimes you can make yourself feel something because you're experiencing a particular emotion. So butterflies, for instance, so when you're nervous, you might feel sick. You know, it's because your brain and your body are intricately linked. Uh, when you're anxious, your heart beats faster. And some people, you know, rapid breathing and stuff. We talk about anxiety in the book and how anxiety, for instance, is felt not just in your head. It's not just felt as a psychological thing. It's also felt in your body sometimes as well. It's a physical manifestation. And that's all to do with how intricately your brain and your body are linked. You can't separate the two of them. You can't separate your thoughts and your feelings from sometimes what is going on in your body. Now, if I want my muscles to get stronger uh, or if I want to get fitter, I'll go out for a run. Maybe uh, I'll, I'll do some strong lifting with weights, things like that. That's exercise for the body. What exercise can we do for the mind? So maybe those butterflies, the anxiety, it becomes easier to deal with. We're, we're better at being ready for them. Absolutely. It's practice, practice, practice. That's what it is. So when you're trying to build on anything, it's like, like we all know, when you want to get good at something, you do it over and over again and you strengthen those connections that your brain cells are making so they get better and faster and quicker at it. Exercising your body is hugely important because it makes you fitter, makes you healthier, makes you feel better, but it also is good for your brain and your mind as well. But there are specific exercises for your brain that you should do. So try and keep your brain as active as possible. So do lots of different kinds of activities. It's not just about reading and book work, but it's doing maths puzzles, doing jigsaw puzzles, doing crosswords, doing creative things, being artistic is really, really good for your brain. Being sociable, a lot of people don't realize this, being nice, being kind, being sociable, doesn't just make you feel good about yourself, but it's actually really good for your mental well-being. Giving yourself a break sometimes, so doing things like relaxation exercises or mindfulness that a lot of people will be aware of and may, may even have done at school. You know, giving your brain a break is really, really important as well. And one big thing that a lot of people forget about that is hugely important, we spend a third of our lives doing it, is sleep. Sleep is vitally important, not just for your body, but for your brain. It is when our brains recover. It is when our brains replenish and get ready for the next day. And it's when our brains sort information out and tidy themselves up. I'm in love with those stories and those sci-fi movies where someone finds out that they were only using 10% of their brain power and then they get the full 100 and they can control everything yeah. and they can fly. Yeah. Is there... <laughs> Is there any truth to that or are we pretty much using the full lot? Uh, yeah, there's not really much truth. To it. <laughs> so the, 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 the whole concept of we only use 10% of our brain comes from that there's a lot of redundancy in our brains. It's not that at any one time we are using a lot of our brain, if not most of our brain, but we've got lots of backup there just in case. So if something goes wrong, if we injure a part of our brain, for instance, or hurt a part of it, then another part can take over. And that's what it's all about. It's not that we aren't using abilities we don't know we have. It's just that we have a lot of spare parts there just in case anything goes wrong. And if you do scans like functional MRI scans, they're called, you can look and see which parts of the brain are active at any particular time, whether you're doing something like a particular activity. And you can see that actually we use a lot of our brains most of the time. 
Amazing. Well, the answers to loads more questions, just like those, uh, loads of mind-bending facts in the brand new book, Brain Power. Dr. Ranch, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Lovely stuff. Thank you so much to Dr. Range and to Dan for donating that interview to the Bookworms podcast. Uh, now, there are some other books out at the moment. If you're a big fan of Michelle Paver, the final book in her Stone Age adventure series comes out. It began with Wolf Brother and it finishes with Wolf Bane. In it, Wolf battles hunger, loneliness and the monsters of the deep. Uh, Torak and Ren must find him before the demon can or lose their beloved pack brother forever. I know a lot of people have been very excited about this book coming out. Uh, also, Tamsin Merchant has a new book called The Mapmakers. Now, Cordelia Hatmaker has saved England from war. She stopped Lord Whitloof's sinister plans, rescued the king and the princess, and restored the Makers Guild. But she still hasn't found her missing father. Ever since Cordelia discovered the hidden map in her dad's telescope, she's been searching the streets of London by starlight trying to uncover its secrets. This is a book I've been very excited about reading, so I can't wait to get my hands on it. Two brilliant books for you for this month. Uh, and that's pretty much it for today's podcast. Thank you so much to Dr. Ranj and to Kim Hilliard as well. If you've enjoyed the show, remember, uh, like, review, rate, subscribe, follow wherever it is you get your podcast from, and I'll see you very soon. Bye. I'm James Stewart, and in Saving Planet Earth, I'm going to be joined by some of the world's top scientists to introduce you to some of the weird and wonderful ideas being trialled to try and save our planet. Led, of course, by your questions. Hi, James. I know that climate change is affecting our oceans. Is there anything that's being done to look after it? And one of the solutions involves dolphin poo. <laughs> this is Saving Planet Earth, available wherever you get your podcasts.